Welcome uh, to uh, episode uh, 198 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, it is Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 27th of March, 2000, 2021. And I'm just looking at myself in the uh, the narcissistic camera that I have uh, going on that videos this for YouTube. And I look uh, a little bit shiny today. <laughs> that is the thing about having a shower, getting out of the shower, and then thinking, fuck it. Well, I've got half an hour, I'll record the podcast and get it done. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking a little bit rosy cheeks at the moment and a little bit sweaty after getting out of the shower. What is that? I don't know why that is. You, you end up more sweaty after a shower than you were before you went in. Anyway, um, shower stuff to uh, the background for now. Um, I, uh, there's a little bit of news, people. A little bit of news. Uh, Briggs Towers, yes. The place where this is recorded, uh, often copied, never, um, <laughs> never bettered. Is that it? Is that is that the term? I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, Briggs Towers is officially, as from this moment, actually, as from the moment yesterday, um, as from the moment yesterday when I signed, sealed and delivered and signed on the dotted line with some robbing fucking estate agent, no doubt some slimy, slippery fucking absolute penis who came around here um uh briggs towers is officially on the market now if you want your if you want to live in a (laughs) is the fucking sales pitch if you do you want to live in a place that um does a mediocre podcast every um twice a week and no doubt uploading late as i am at the moment uh because we're still having upload issues but uh, this has been going on for fucking ages um, if you want to be a part of history, people, think, you know, 20 years time, John Lennon's house that he grew up with his auntie. That's what we're saying. There's a blue plaque going to be fitted outside this gaff. Um, uh, Briggs Towers is up for sale. So, um, which is a little bit, um, it's a little bit weird for me, um, because, uh, obviously I am moving away from Northampton having lived in Northampton all my life, various places in Northampton, grew up the other side of town in uh, in Moulton and uh, went to the Western Favel, Booville schools and that sort of thing. Here's a brief biography of me. It's all about me, people. Um, yeah, so I lived there and then I lived at Western Favel sort of area um, and then I've lived in fucking town centre, like um lings at one point i lived there um kept on somebody's couch for two months uh i have a very checkered living history but here at briggs towers um and for some reason i don't know why this is uh all the estate agents come around because obviously you have to go through that process don't you of having them fucking snarky little fucking melts coming around um assessing how much they think your property is worth and you're like well i'm not going to be selling it for that that's for sure um and they always fucking try and undercut you and then um you know it's it's like they they think you haven't looked at the market prices and they're looking for a quick sale so they always put the um they always put the price down um a little bit but i i got some fucking weapon 
who is an absolute fucking weapon in a suit uh, to come round. But um, I sort of get a discount because I know I know somebody who uh, uh, works with that estate agents, but doesn't work with the valuer prick who came around. Um, uh, who was uh, just the most, pretty much one of the most obnoxious fucking dickheads I've ever met in my life. But I was like, uh, let's go with the money. He's not the actual guy who's selling it over the phone or, or coming round, thank fuck. Um, but um, <laughs> how's a ca- character assassination of fucking knobhead? Um, yeah, so um, uh, he came round. And now the process of... Um, having people come round. I think I've got a viewing uh, tomorrow, Sunday tomorrow. And yeah, I've got a viewing, like one viewing in the morning, one in the afternoon already. Um, so they're on the fucking case, baby. Um, but uh, yeah, you know when you just don't take to somebody? I'm not like the most open sort of person anyway. You may have realised this, people, from listening to this podcast, but I am not the most... Um, welcoming of people when they're coming into my home. Um, I, I seem to go into any sort of Guy Ritchie style character from uh, any of his, what What the fuck are you doing in my manner? Uh, you fucking, are you trying to mug me off, you can't? Um, I'll go into that sort of mode. Um, so, uh, yeah, one guy, I just, just went, look, uh, no, I'm... I'm an estate agent comes round and values the property and then values it low and then asks you for your opinion of what you think the value is worth. <laughs> You're meant to be telling me that, buddy. I've got a vague idea of what I think I can get for it. And, um, you know, and they've all got their own little fucking ways of doing it, haven't they? Because they, uh, they're too busy fucking masturbating about themselves in a mirror uh, about um you know you know i don't know man it's just like it doesn't seem you know somebody wants to move into a house they're willing to pay this sort of amount are you willing to accept that amount yes or no if it's yes wow you've made the sale if it's no well you haven't made the sale will you come down a bit well i can come down two grand is that good enough for you Yes, that's good enough for me. Okay, let's do the sale. It's pretty much, you know, it's pretty much done, isn't it? It's not really, a. it doesn't really seem like a sales job. You know, you know exactly how much you're willing to pay or you can afford to pay for a property um, unless you try and wheedle some money out of uh, some sort of relative. <laughs> Um, and, uh, uh, and use the old sympathy vote on them. You've got a great aunt or, or something who's losing her marbles upstairs and, uh, you just get her to sign a blank check for you. Uh, but you've got a vague idea of how much you can, uh, how much you can spend on a property and, uh, and, um, and, uh, and you can't go above that level. And if that, if the person selling the house can't come down to that level, you ain't buying that fucking house. Um, luckily though, uh, I have no chain that I'm moving. I'm, I'm not buying another place because obviously I'm moving in with, uh, uh, with the chick. Is that, is that, is that politically correct? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think so. I went all a bit grease there, didn't I? I went a bit Danny Zuko, baby. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I haven't got another uh, property to move into. So all that fucking money that I make out of this place is my fucking money, which no doubt I will blow on some sort of, I don't know, trainer fest or uh, um, buying vast amounts of football shirts um, just in in the hope that after this apocalypse it's worth the same as gold. Um, I don't know, anyway. But it's, um, yeah, it seems a bit, you know, I'm still getting used to the idea of moving away, I suppose. Um, Having lived, you know, like, you've lived in a town your entire life, you know all the shit areas, you know, like, you know, you feel kind of safe walking around even at night and shit like that. And... um, uh, you, you know, you know all the nice places to go and and shit like that. So um, it's going to be a complete new start. And obviously, uh, my parents live uh, uh, down here as well, and the rest of my family. So um, I'm moving away from them and moving away from a few mates and stuff. Well, one mate. <laughs> Been here 44 years. I've got one friend uh, in Northampton um so uh that's uh, you know that says a lot maybe i ought to be a little bit more welcoming of people into my home (laughs) maybe that's it maybe that could be the issue but now you've got to go through that whole shit of like people coming into your fucking house and judging it that's the thing isn't it i like the way my house looks you know what i mean i don't want people to go oh well we can put this here or we can put that there or you know, oh, well, I don't really like the bathroom. Oh, you don't like the bathroom? Get the fuck out. Um, so I think when people are coming round, um, obviously you've got to do that shit as well. You've got to have it immaculately tidy for them. You can't just have that. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the ultimate lie with selling a property, isn't it? Um, that we all do, isn't it? Hey, I live completely minimalistly, and uh, I have nothing left out on the shelves. Everything. Mmm, smell that pine disinfectant smell. I do that twice an hour. I clean the bathroom floor and the kitchen floor, and I hoover up at least once every 25 minutes. Um, Yeah, that's the thing. It's just the ball ache of people coming round and trying to make it look nice and hide the shit. Um, that you usually keep out, you know. It means basically what I'm saying, people, is I've got to do the fucking washing up and I can't leave it for a couple of days. <laughs> I can't, like I fucking usually do. And uh, dust everywhere and fucking hoover around, get everywhere looking immaculate and um, I'm ready for some cunt to come round and judge me. <laughs> judge my choice of curtains and fucking rugs and uh, fucking sofa and chairs. That's it, isn't it? Oh, I wouldn't have had those curtains. That's the that, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just a massive. You're basically inviting people round your house to talk about your choices of decor behind your back when they leave. That's basically it, isn't it? And then they either put in an offer or they don't put in an offer. And to be perfectly honest with you, I can't be fucked with going back and forth. So I'm just going to say, right, this is the price I want. You either pay that price or you don't. And then they'll inevitably say, oh, what goes with that? What comes with it? You can have fucking anything. Uh, You can have the curtains. You can have the curtain poles. You can have the fucking shower curtain. You can have the fucking toilet roll holder if you need that. 
You can have some used toilet paper down the fucking toilet if you want. I don't mind leaving that. That's fine. Couple of skiddies down there. <laughs> Just to welcome you in. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it. I'll tell you what. Do you want me to leave the kettle on for you as well? So when you move in, you fucking save time. Fucking making a cup of tea. Is that it? Do you want me to whip around once a week and do the hoovering? And tell you what, like next year, the windows will need painting. So I'll come around and do them as well if you like. Isn't the flat good enough for you? Is it not good enough for you? Hmm? Hmm? You need to get your little freebies on the side, yeah? Is that it? Who, who would want to move in? I don't know. With other people's shit. I wouldn't want that. Here's these curtains. They haven't been washed for about a year, so they're going to be real soiled with my fucking skin cells off my body. Like that. So every time you pat them, you're essentially getting a waft of my my dead skin cells all in your face. Have a bit of that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've already started taking stuff down, though, shit like that, you know. Um, I've already started taking uh, pictures off the wall and shit like that and just filling the holes for those. Because I think it's like I bought this place when it was new. Um, so I moved in and I think it had been sitting at here about a year. Is that 2008? You know when they when the, everything went to shit in two thousand and eight for some reason. Um, somebody <laughs> wasn't it something to do with hedge funds. Somebody sold things that may happen in the future at some point, but they didn't come off, and everyone went, "Holy shit! This is a volatile way to invest in money." No shit, really. Like you put all your money into something that may come off into the future some sort of gamble that may turn you know like that's that's basically betting on an alcoholic um to turn at a cas- up a, a casino at a specific hour and betting on that person making that specific hour and also getting a full house um i mean it comes up big if you win it um but uh let's have a little bit of tea hang on i'm getting a bit I'm getting a bit antsy, and I'll tell you why I'm getting a bit antsy, because I know I'm going to have strangers coming through the door. And uh, and then you've got to go through that ritual, haven't you? Um, do you want us to take a... Can you take your shoes off, please? Yeah. Because I don't know what the fuck you've been treading in outside, and I don't want that strange fucking matter you've got on the bottom of your shoes spread about my fucking flat on my fucking cream carpets, if that's okay with you, yeah? Shows a look after the place. Um, So all this decorating I've been doing, uh, this is what it's been leading up to, basically. Um, So um, we'll see. We'll see what they say, because they reckon at the minute um, you can sell a fucking house in a second. Hey, man, things are... You know, this is what the estate agents reckon anyway. Hey, man, we're selling... Flats like this, I sold 18 this morning. This morning, <laughs> I sold five in my fucking sleep last night. I woke up, there was text messages saying it's sold. Come with us, we'll sell it. All right, son, calm down, me old booty. Yeah. Tell me how much I have to pay you after you fucking sell this place and we'll fucking negotiate. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just the fact uh, I'm a little bit antsy. Because it's just the fact that I know somebody 
who I don't know is going to be walking around my fucking house, having a look in the closets and fucking dragging their shit around. Hopefully none of them bring any kids. I I don't, you know, I don't see, um, I don't see why, um, you know, parents take their kids around. I know they probably can't get a babysitter or something for them, but, you know, just leave them in the car with a fucking can of soda or something. Treat them like a, Treat them like a kid whose parents go down the pub in the 70s. That's it. Just leave them in the fucking car. They'll be fine. Um, you just don't want kids fucking walking around. Not that I imagine, you know, this place is going to be for, uh, as the estate agent says, for young professionals and uh, young couples and singles. All right. All right. Now, booty. Let's just, just, just see what you can do. See if you can flog it. Yeah, so somebody got ousted, uh, one of the estate agents got ousted anyway, because he valued under what I thought by about 20 grand. And I was like, I am not willing to sell for that price. And then I went with a prick instead, um, because I thought, ah, he is a bit of a prick, but he might be like a bit of a prick to the people coming around. And uh, it's better to have a prick in your corner um, than going against you, as as nobody has ever said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's better to have a fucking jesus what was that noise that was my fucking uh xbox uh going idle <laughs> nobody has ever said that but that is a new saying it's better to have to have a prick in your corner than a prick going against you <laughs> well you know what they say hey i lost uh uh, my house got uh, broken into and um, my family has been brutally murdered. Well, you know what they say. You know what they say. It's better to have a prick in your corner um, to have a prick going against you. I, I, I don't know. I just need some advice about the funeral service. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, what are we on? Uh, 18 minutes, people, already. Look at that. Fucking hell. Um so the crux of that 18 minutes, if we can just have a little recap, is I'm on the fucking move. I'm on the move. Um, moving up to the Birmingham area, um, which people say I've got a bit of a Birmingham twang anyway, but uh, I don't know. I don't I, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's true. Um, so I'm off up to the Birmingham area. Um, it's quite a nice place as well. So um uh, but it will be, it's a little bit, you know, there's tings of, pangs of uh, uh, longing and that. I have done, you know, I would like to say I've done a lot of stuff here, but I have wasted an awful, awful lot of time in this flat, mainly over there um, uh, laying on that sofa, watching the TV or playing on my Xbox um, for hours within these walls. Oh, if these walls could talk, what would they say? Uh, very little. Uh, he just <laughs> he just sits about on the sofa doing fuck all. Every now and again going, yes, that's a fucking great idea. Writing down some material. half in it and then working it out on stage. Um, which, uh, which hopefully uh, will be, you know, will become a little bit more prolific this year with... Um, uh, Everything that's uh, hopefully opening up every uh, whenever that is. Um, talking of which, things opening up. Seamless segue into this bit. Um, uh, 
it's a bit weird at the minute because like we can't really uh um we can't really sort of like do anything go on holiday or anything we can go i think we can still go in this country um but it says and here's a seamless link into this news article uh a five thousand pound fine for people going on holiday abroad this is this is that's not going to be a deterrent for the rich though is it i imagine if they're spending like five grand a night on a massive hotel i don't um um i don't think that's really going to uh you know this is the whole thing isn't it they always they always slap fines on things and it never really really affects the rich does it you know, like if you're a multi, multi fucking billionaire and you park on a double yellow line or something, um, you're going to get a £60 fine, which is fucking nothing. Whereas if you're like doing minimum wage 35 hours a week and somebody slaps you with a £60 fine, that's your kids not eating, isn't it? <laughs> that's your kids having to go out naked. They've already got clothes, but you're trying to make a point with them. Not to waste money. You're going to have to go to school naked, Timmy. Um, yeah, so this is £5,000 fine for anyone in England trying to travel abroad without good reason. Uh, he's due to come into force next week, apparently. Uh, the penalty is included in legislation that will be voted for. There's an awful lot of legislation going through in this uh, in this apocalyptic pandemic that never happened. I was, I was thinking about this the other day, right? This is the most boring tedious fucking apocalypse anyone could have ever imagined it's just red tape in there this isn't the fucking you know it's not a plague of locusts is it you know this isn't old testament bible shit this is you know church pamphlet about like um how you're meant to conduct yourself at a fucking you know raffle isn't it you know, or how how you're meant to conduct yourself at a fucking swap meet or something in it. Like, you know, the rules of um the rules of uh, sort of like lawn green bowls. This is the, the, the sort of, you know red tape fucking apocalypse. Who'd have ever thought that that um you know, this whole pandemic thing would just lead to more and more fucking... Well, I know he thought that, isn't it? I'm beginning to sound like one of these people on fucking YouTube. Hey, man! It's all been planned, man. It's just about controlling us, man. Um, Yeah, Um, but it's just... Uh, Jesus, they seem to be introducing, like, new rules about shit all the time, don't they? So uh, Boris Johnson said it, it was too early to set out new foreign travel rules for the summer. Uh, Mr. Just Johnson told a Downing Street news conference he's hoped for more information by the 5th of April next week. Uh, a lot of people do uh, want to know what's going on to happen on the holiday front. And I know there's a great deal of curiosity and interest. Well, yeah, because people want to fucking go on holiday, don't they? You know, um, I imagine people who live in like hot countries and warmer climates um ain't that bothered really about going abroad you know like if you live you know in the mediterranean somewhere and you've got those fucking lush sandy beaches and shit and guaranteed hot weather um without it pissing down one minute and then sleeting down the next and then being foggy and fucking you have a 
you know, a glimpse of, you know, a tiny glimpse of sunshine through a cloud, and the next minute everybody in this country is fucking ripping their T-shirts off and fucking, you know, slipping on the Speedos to go for a fucking dunk in the nearest drainage system. Um, uh, Yeah, but, you know, like, if you're... We we don't have that sort of like option here, do we? You know, we never know. You know, it's usually quite nice for about a week in July, um, in this country. So you know, we wouldn't mind a vague idea of uh, whether we can go, you know, and piss foreigners off in another country by shouting stuff in English and pointing at it, saying that one. Um, you know, that's all part of the. Fucking fun holiday, isn't it? Going abroad and judging foreigners about how they live in their homelands. (laughs) Little bit of tea there, little bit of tea. Um, Yeah, so um, what they need to do is clamp down on the old fucking protests first over here. Spreading. Spreading the word, but also spreading coronavirus with the... uh, What was the latest one, was it? Um, kill the bill. That was it, wasn't it? In Bristol, kill the bill. I have no real idea what it is. Um, around fifty kill the bill and extinction rebellion protesters attended the uh the event. Fifty. That's not a lot, is it? Uh, it caused traffic disruption. Uh, kill the bill protest. Uh, what was that about then? What bill are they trying to kill? Uh, hang on a minute. I should have done my research on this, shouldn't I, before I mention it? Hey, man, I'm trying to just, just kill. Uh, I'm just trying to be uh, my um, ignorance. Um, uh, my ignorance here is uh, government is when the government fails to. God fucking hell. They're demonstrating against the government's police crime sentencing and courts bills, which will see the police handed new powers to tackle demonstrations. They've <laughs> <laughs> uh, not got a, a finger in that fucking pie, have they? Um, so they're having a demonstration about a bill that's come in to uh, give police new powers to tackle demonstrations. Well, you know, to be honest, it's wheels within wheels. How meta. You couldn't get a more meta protest than that. Uh, But what started as a peaceful protest turned violent and multiple arrests were made. Of course they fucking turn violent, don't they? We're fucking English. Everything turns to violence in this fucking country, doesn't it? Um, Let's have a little bit more tea. I swear to God, though, half of the people who uh, go on these marches don't really give a shit. And they just want to be seen to be on a march. You know what I mean? I know there was only like about 50 people on that march. But when you see all the big marches in, you know, London, I know they're showing their support and that. And I know they're good causes. I saw, you know, there was a lot of people on the Black Lives Matter march, which is, you know, it's a good cause to support. There was an awful, awful, awful lot of white, middle class looking people. (laughs) On that march. Hey, guys. Whoa. 
just in case in any point in the future they get accused of being racist, racist, they can say, hey, have a look, front page, Daily Express, me, having a banner saying, we support this, please don't judge me for being racist. (laughs) Ah, dear. Um, But, yeah, I think a lot of people do go on marches just for something to do. I think... uh, I was talking I was talking about this with um with Hannah I think and um there is a there is a website I think where you can go on and find um find marches to go on and it's a sort of like almost turns into a like fucking panini sticker album where everybody's like oh got 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 oh I need to go on one of those um I don't know uh it's it's a bit of a weird one. The old marches. I've I've never seen them really achieve anything. I know that they're meant to draw awareness um, to an issue, um, but I don't know. I don't I don't know whether it draws any more issue to it. Most of them, you know, unless they go absolutely mental and turn violent. Um, they never make it on the news anyway, do they? Which probably says something about using violence for, um, you know, um, getting things done or at least, you know, drawing attention to things. Um, you know, I, I know Gandhi got the job done, but I can't see that happening these days. <laughs> Can you? Really? You know, hey, man, we're going to have a peaceful protest and stuff like that. And the next somebody's, you know, somebody's battering you over their head with who's dressed in riot gear and tasered you until you filled that nappy. He was wearing it wasn't a nappy. I fucking know that. Um, what are we on? 29 minutes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure whether protesting really does. Uh, you know, I know. I know, it's it's just like the motives behind most of the people on the march. It just seems like they haven't got anything to do uh, and just, you know, see it as a sort of like day out, take some sandwiches, went on a march, you know, shouted a bit, came home, took loads of photos so everybody knows that we went on a march. (laughs) I I don't know, fucking people, I don't know. Um, Anyway, uh, that is... Here we are again, people. We're at the end of an episode. That is episode uh, 198 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can just uh, email me uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, have a good uh, rest of your weekend, um, of your Saturday and Sunday, and I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.